All right, welcome everyone to the self-love project, but also welcome to the AWP podcast. Yeah, we're doing a double whammy to kill two birds with one stone. That's it. We love that. Uh, And for those of you who don't know, this is Kayla. So Kayla is my mentor. She's the creator of AWPT. She's a coach, physio. I mean, yeah, you you tell the people a little bit um, about you, Kayla. Um, I mean, yeah, you pretty much summed it up, I guess. Like, it's so (laughs) funny how we kind of, like, we kind of think of ourselves as, like, you know, these things that we do. It's like, yeah, I'm a physio. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. But it's also, like, but what else are you? Like, that's, I think, going to lead us into the conversation that we're kind of going to have today, which I'm excited and nervous about. Like, who exactly are you is, like, Mm. a massive question, like, behind like what you do and all that sort of stuff so for sure for yeah, sure we'll and that's something that we'll... some of these questions <laughs> yeah I'm excited and that's what yeah we were sort of talking about like I listen to the AWPT podcast all the time and I always learn so much about um, anatomy women's training the menstrual cycle things like that but I know Kayla is a very multifaceted woman so I'd love to learn a little bit more about maybe you know like her own personal struggles or things that she has been through because we all go through these things and I believe like talking about these things and learning from other people's experience is very powerful so that leads me into my first question is we'll we'll go like the sort of three avenues with it so choosing yourself so let's maybe start in terms of fitness and then we can go into business and then maybe finish with relationships Wow. Yep. It's It's going to go deep. (laughs) Just bang in. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I guess choosing myself in terms of fitness, fitness has been something that's like just been a part of my life, literally my entire life. Um, I started, I think my first, it was either ballet or maybe soccer is like my first memory so I was like again like straight from the get-go it's like a really kind of like um let's say like I guess male dominated sport you could call soccer like of course it's it's growing in in terms of like women's athleticism and things now um but you know I think I was maybe six when I started that and the same you know doing ballet as a six-year-old so like you know that can kind of be like more of like the feminine side of things yeah Um, so yeah, from a very young age, I guess, like I had these two, uh, you know, I guess things like, like hobbies, but like pulling me kind of either way. Um, because yeah, with dance, it was something that I, I didn't love it after a while. I think it was, I know, I think to be honest, I think it was my choice or my decision. And then it got to a mm-hmm. point where I was like, you know, I'm not loving this anymore. I continued soccer for like 18 years or something like that. Wow. Um, so I was, you know, a massive tomboy growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Still kind of am, I guess. But uh, yeah. trying to sort of like, you know, I guess be a little bit more, what's the word? Like a little bit more uh, caring to myself. So yeah, yeah, in terms of like choosing myself in fitness, it's always kind of been something that has had to be there or, you know, that Mm. I do feel like, you know, I was speaking to 
um, my partner and some friends recently just saying like it is kind of almost a part of my identity, like being in the fitness mm-hmm. space. I've been doing it for so long. Um, for sure. So I guess that's kind of why, you know, I do lead with I'm a physio and like, you know, I'm a coach and like all these sorts of mm-hmm. things because it is such a massive part of who I am and my identity. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, to get like such a different sort of like starts, you know, like you said, the very polarizing, like ballet, very like girly feminine sort of sport and then soccer, completely different. <laughs> um but I think, yeah, like I was saying before, we're all like you are and I am uh, like, we're all multifaceted people, women, there are layers to us. And I think it's beautiful that you can, what's the word, like explore both sides because we do have like, you know, in speaking like a, like a more spiritual sort of sense, we do have like that feminine and that masculine energy as well. And they both deserve um, time in the spotlight. Yeah, for sure. Like it's definitely something that I've delved a lot more into probably mostly in this last year um, because Mm -hmm. I think we get stuck up in thinking that we only can be one way. Like you said before, you know, talking about the spiritual, like when I was going through school, going through university, things like that, I was very science-based, very fact fact space very logical so like the Mm -hmm. spiritual side of things I was I kind of got a little bit into into it after my first big breakup but I was also like but I'm you know they contradict each other kind of like it's like science and spirituality um but in the last six months I've been doing this neuroscience course right and it's Mm -hmm. it it kind of gives like that science fact logic based thing to other things that we call like energy and self-energy and um what's another word for it like awareness and consciousness and so I think discovering that we do have different parts to ourselves and it's okay Mm -hmm. to have these different parts and it's okay for those parts to even contradict each other um Mm -hmm. because yeah we do kind of I think get stuck in thinking that we can only be one way and and that's not necessarily true and you know we can adapt as well adapt and grow 100 percent. yeah yeah definitely I think I see it a lot or I sort of like used to feel it a lot in like a business sense like I would see other people doing things a certain way and I'm like oh well I have to do it that way Mm -hmm. or do you know what I mean so I think I mean and this is a good way to like lead us on to the next thing um yeah, in terms of like business, how do you or how have you continued to choose yourself? Um, how am I choosing myself in my business? I mean, again, it's almost like, yeah, like you were saying, you know, thinking that, you know, I've sort of, I guess, come from, you know, being quite driven my entire life and sort of, you know, wanting to do things kind of step by step um and you know in and this is going to lead a segue into you know mm-hmm. our next topic which is relationship yeah. in my last relationship yeah like my um my ex was quite I guess um very rigid and very structured in the way he conducted his business 
And, you know, I thought that that's how I had to conduct my business, but, you know, going through like being separated and, and finding myself in my own business and how I want to run my business and, you know, have a, a balance between lifestyle and work and business, like, you know, fitness and business is my pat like it's my passion and my life um Mm -hmm. but also I know that it is important to have that balance which he kind of did not um Mm -hmm. and that sort of led to quite a miserable existence uh for me you know maybe maybe he's happy inwardly (laughs) maybe not outwardly (laughs) but um yeah I just find that you know setting myself up for having a good day and and putting myself first allows me to run my business way better. Like it just flows. Mm -hmm. I think going back to kind of like that masculine and that feminine, those polarizing kind of opposites, it's like, you know, you do need to have like a little, like both of us, you know, we all have masculine and feminine in us and, you know, those parts of us help, drive different parts of our business forward like there are times when you have to be structured and you have to um you know run by a schedule and get things done and you know put on your foot on the gas but there are also times when you can step back and be a little bit more nurturing to yourself um and let your creativity flow and allow your business to flow well um i think that Mm -hmm. is super super important for kind of like you know that overall vision and mm-hmm. yeah, I guess choosing myself in my business is getting up um, without an alarm. Not that I get up late or anything like that. I still wake up really early, going for a walk and having a coffee before I actually sit down and do work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's something that's massive for me and, and how I kind of choose myself. I do find it hard to switch off sometimes. Mm. Like it's always kind of running through my head, but, you know, I do try to, Uh, keep as much balance as I as I sort of can as well and I find that you know if you are I guess giving to yourself then you're able to better give to others and 100% the business that you're in the business that I'm in is basically giving yourself to others it's like supporting Mm -hmm. others and and you need to be full like your cup needs to be full yourself before you're able to spill and and spill over and give to others as well so yeah I think that's something that yeah has definitely shifted in my mindset is that it doesn't have to be work 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 24 7 all the time you need to allow some space for play yeah definitely and I love that you said I mean number one I think it's hard I find the same problem I find it very hard to switch off but I sort of look at it like in like a positive light it's because we're so passionate about what we do like Mm. there are always like I'll be reading a book in my bed this is like when I'm like trying to relax and go to sleep (laughs) and then (laughs) I'll be reading a book I'm like oh that would be a good Instagram post or like that would help this client or like something like that and like it it is it's hard to switch off because yeah I'm just we're just so passionate about what we do um and I do think it's awesome that we get to like you said, I love being creative um, with my work. Like, I mean, I'm a creative person outside of work. Like I love to like paint and draw and things like that. And I find like being creative through um, even like programming, making, Mm. 
yeah I, I like making like funny reels I know they're not like everyone's thing um but like I Instagram but that's you I was that. gonna say yeah. something about that because ever since I think you found your I guess not found but like rediscovered maybe and started putting it out there like your reels yeah. like I was speaking to someone about this the other day actually and I was like yes yeah. That's Leanna. That's who you are. Like, and yeah, you know, just seeing those is is just like, I love it so much. Like, I love watching oh, those. I know it's you. I know it's genuine, and I know you're having fun with it. Like, that's right. You're having fun with it, and it just flows. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I'd assume that like most of the people listening to like the AWPT podcast are going to be coaches and business owners. So I think like yeah, it's important to have fun with your business and what you're doing um and your body uh, is always telling you when I don't know maybe something is like out of alignment mm-hmm. or when you need to pull back or when you need to up the ante things like that so I think that's it's very important to uh, practice being mindful and be aware of uh what what gives you energy and what drains you energy drains your energy yeah a hundred percent. And like, I can attest to that with, um, you know, the neuroscience course that I've been going through, like for my own personal development is that your body gives you signals. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it doesn't just like, we can talk about like a top down and bottom up approach. And like, you know, if you're feeling say like, you know, anxiety, like how is that showing up for you? How do you notice anxiety? How do you know it's different to excitement or something like that? Um, and then you know recognizing that in yourself and it it does it gives you these clues and you know you need to be aware and listening to those cues like I know when you know I'm for example like not present or Mm -hmm. um, you know and I try to kind of like bring it back to to being more present or I know if I'm like burning the candle at both ends or too stressed or whatever it kind of is and then basically like knowing what resources you can use like what are your resources that you go to to sort of bring yourself back to yourself basically and Mm -hmm. in a steady state it's it's called having your prefrontal cortex online it's like your thinking brain um Mm -hmm. because we have three parts of our brain we have like our reflexes our brainstem we have our emotional brain which is like our amygdala and um or our limbic system and then we also have like our thinking brain our prefrontal cortex as well so um you know we can you know if we don't feel safe or if we're you know say burning the candle at both ends or out of our window of tolerance whatever you want to call it then Mm -hmm. what resources can you use to bring yourself you know back to back to a state of like I guess calm you could say yeah um and that could be like you know I know you're big with like meditation and journaling and maybe it's reading or maybe it's Mm -hmm. um for me I know it's taking a a deep breath like my partner (laughs) my partner goes he's like why are you like sighing I'm like no I'm just like regulating my nervous system I'm like bringing myself back into a parasympathetic state um Mm -hmm. But yeah, like finding out what that is for you. Maybe it's like going for a walk by the beach or getting in the sun or doing something you love, connecting with someone, um, having mm. those tools and those resources um, to help you, like to to bring you back to, you know, where you need to be, like, you know, 
in terms of like propelling a business forward. Because if you're always in a state of like, um, say, scarcity or stress, you know, about finances and things like that, you know, it, it, it's going to block that creative flow. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, like you said, um, nervousness and excitement are they're sort of like the same feeling in the body. So I guess it's a lot of like one, um, like about your is it perspective on things, like yeah. how you want to perceive things. I exactly. Think. It's your interpretation. Yeah. yeah. And so what, um, what things do you like to do to bring you back to, um, besides the breathing? Um, yeah. yeah. What things do you like to do to bring you back to that state of calm? Yeah, well, pretty much those things that I just said, really, like meditation, um, journaling. I used to do a lot more of it. I probably need to Mm -hmm. start um, doing some more of it. I I do love reading and writing, Um, like being near the ocean, being in the sun, um, like a warm coffee, like these things are just like... Ah, the little things. Yeah, like a warm blanket. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, maybe talking to someone or maybe even just like being by myself. Like it mm-hmm. could be it could be different. Like maybe I, you know, need some space or maybe I need to be with someone like a hug or, you know, mm. it could be, yeah, like lots of like tiny little things. Maybe sleep is something like a nap. That's a big one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. All those kinds of of little things that just kind of yeah like whatever kind of makes you happy um yeah and where you kind of feel like yourself yeah I love that and so that leads me into my next question um as surrounding yourself I mean number one with supportive and encouraging people sorry about that um surrounding yourself yeah with supportive and encouraging people so maybe in turn yeah choosing yourself in relationships knowing when to let go of bad relationships or mm-hmm. yeah things like that so fire away Kayla <laughs> yes well uh, I was nervous because I knew this this uh question was coming but um uh, I don't know all right um I don't know how to address this because it, it's like something that has definitely shaped a lot of who I am today and you know this journey that I'm going on um and so for a long time in my previous relationship I didn't choose myself um and I put the other person and I also put the relationship over myself and my needs and when it came to a time where I did need something. It wasn't there for me. And I asked for it. And, you know, I'm not going to blame the other person 100% because there are, um, you know, it goes two ways. And, you know, I've had time to reflect on ways that I maybe could have better communicated my needs. Um, But I, there was a lot of blame on myself with, the breakdown of the relationship and doing a lot of analysis and a lot of work on that since then um, has allowed me to 
put myself first or not necessarily put myself first, but be able to uh, know when I'm not choosing myself and to be able to have clearer boundaries. I think boundaries is really important. I had no idea what boundaries were before um, before that, you know, I would do whatever I could for that person. I would work whenever I had to, you know, I would, um, you know, maybe not have boundaries with my training, for example, you know, it's like, you know, even if I wasn't feeling like I should train that day, like I'm very more aware of my body these days. And I'm like, if I need to take a day off, I will. Whereas before it was kind of like, nah, don't listen, don't listen to your body. Like you need to train kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think losing myself in that relationship um, has allowed me to, I guess, like find myself and be able to create um, stronger boundaries Mm -hmm. now. And um, it's actually opened my eyes on other relationships in my, in my life as well. And to Mm -hmm. see places where maybe I have been, um, you know, either giving too much or maybe not, um, I want to say sticking up for myself, if that makes, Mm -hmm. if like, I don't know if that's the right term, but um, yeah, it's been a journey because, you know, I was in a very dark place when Mm. I was all kind of ending and um, I didn't have. I didn't really have anyone around. I was almost like isolated. I would say I was in a different country. I didn't know anyone. Um, and I couldn't get back cause like middle of COVID sort of thing as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had to, I had to give myself love. Like I had to, um, give myself what I wasn't receiving from someone else. Um, and mm. so, yeah, it's been a, a big journey, I guess. Um, which is yeah definitely spilled over to other parts of my life as well where I know mm-hmm. that I need to yeah like just give myself a little bit because if you if you can't give yourself then you can't give as much to others that's exactly think, right yeah potentially you know that could also be where that person was coming from as well they didn't love themselves and so they mm. needed to do something to help themselves feel better which you know, that behavior was, is just not acceptable in any sort of relationship. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, you know, I, I feel sorry for you. And, you know, I did hate for a long time. Um, but I've sort of come to terms with, you know, I kind of feel sorry for you now. Mm. Wow. That's big. Yeah. It's like, you don't love yourself enough that you have to bring someone else down to make yourself feel better. Again, the whole perspective thing. Um, so, I mean, I've actually wanted to talk to you about this for a long time. I remember the first time we met um, and we had coffee together and you like yeah. briefly sort of mentioned it, um, you know, that you had like just recently broken up with someone and I was literally going through the same thing, but I was so nervous at the time that I didn't say anything. I was like, ah, I want to ask her more about this because I'm going through the same thing and I know, Aww. but yeah. <laughs> You should so, have, because honestly, yeah, like, I, know, I, I have, know. Yeah. I feel like this has been something that I have kept under wraps for like almost mm. a year now, um, because, you know, it was quite personal and I feel quite vulnerable mm-hmm. sharing the story. But if, 
you know, we were speaking about it just before we started recording. Like if I can help someone like notice, you know, where there might be like toxic patterns showing up in their relationship so they can recognize it sooner before they do completely lose themselves, then I absolutely, I need to speak up. Um, That's it. But yeah, it's, yeah, like I do sort of think as well, like if I hadn't gone through that experience, then, you know, I wouldn't be kind of like where I am today as well. So it's kind of like a catch 22. Yeah, Yeah, you're thankful for it all because, I mean, yeah, you always learn from every experience in life. So even if it wasn't like, you know, it definitely wouldn't have been easy. I, I can definitely relate like, the shit and like you just look back I'm like oh my god did I do that like I would like this and but again holding like compassion and love and kindness for yourself Mm. but yeah just you have to learn from these um these experiences and it definitely would not have been easy um to you know to I guess like maybe admit to yourself that you had been maybe like I don't know if like neglecting yourself is the right word but it's it's not easy coming to that point and you would have had to be I don't know maybe I know for myself like I put up with it for a long time and it just got to the point like I just can't keep doing this anymore like Mm -hmm. and that that's where like the self-love um sort of comes in yeah knowing that you deserve better yeah a hundred percent like like, you know, you kind of think you want to help this person, right? Like, I was like, I want to help this person. I want to show them, like, what love is and, and all that. But then you kind of neglect yourself in the process mm. of doing that, which isn't healthy. Um, but what was I going to say? I think, like, going back to, you know, the last six months, like, doing this personal development development sorry myself like with the neuroscience Mm -hmm. program that I've been doing but also like sharing my journey with you girls like the AWPT mentors along the way like we had a little bit of a roller coaster ride as well like I think every single girl in that mentorship went through something that Mm -hmm. made them stronger and made them better you know, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, we created this safe space where we could all sort of share our experiences. And, you know, I know you experienced it. You had like a little bit of a lull, like a lot of you were going through lockdown as well. Like I had gone through lockdown and I think going mm-hmm. through those experiences, it gives you more empathy as a person as well. And yeah. empathy is something that, you know, every human being sort of needs to exhibit and um Mm. you know it it allows you connect to connect with people as well on a on a deeper level I think so you know me Mm -hmm. having gone through that experience and having gone through lockdowns and you know potentially depression and anxiety like seeing the signs in other people and recognizing those signs Mm. and and having that safe space where you guys could actually share that but then seeing the transformation on the other side of like you know you know that you know with the down there's going to be an up and with the up the up's not going to last forever ever either there's always going to be another down and just I think as you go through each of those waves like you build resilience and you build strength um, and you build empathy 
Mm. those experiences like each one that you go through there'll be something else there'll be another lesson I always look at challenges as lessons like what is this trying Mm -hmm. to teach me and if you don't learn from that first time it's going to come around again and um, until you learn it until until you you learn learn the lesson yeah Yeah, 100 percent 100 percent um yeah yeah Yeah. well that leads me into my next question is uh surrounding yourself with like-minded encouraging supportive women because like you said the the group of women um and the community that you've created through awpt especially with like the mentorship like cohort that i went through is amazing so and i think there's so much power in surrounding yourself with not just women but people who are on the same journey as you because um i'm sure we've all heard of heard of that saying like you are who you surround yourself with so I think it's super important to to yeah surround yourself with those sort of people or be that person that is lifting other people up um so yeah maybe yeah what are your thoughts on surrounding yourself with encouraging women it is honestly it lights me up like, mm. you know, I, I said before, you know, I was quite a tomboy growing up, you know, I was always like kind of like one of the boys, like skateboarding and soccer and basketball and like all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, starting to work with women is just, it's another level. It's on another level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you talk about um, surrounding yourself with like you know, like-minded people. It's like, I see myself in all of you girls, right? Like, I want to be that person that I needed five, 10 years ago, right? When I was just starting out on my journey, um, you know, I didn't have anyone that I could kind of like, um, I guess, model off or ask questions to or bounce ideas off. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to create something that, um, you know, I could almost like, give back or pay it forward I'm not sure how I kind of want to say that but um Mm. you know again like that experience that I had is like I I don't want that experience for someone else because I struggled like I I was like trying to figure things out on my own I was like I think it took me like two years to figure out how to do my own website and you know I just there was that stuckness there was that you know Mm. a lot of it that we sort of talk about is like an imposter syndrome or not wanting to put yourself out there or knowing what your point of difference is um you know all these things that we struggle with when we're just starting out you know I needed Mm -hmm. someone there who was just there to say kind of like it's okay you're on the right path this is like here's the way like do with it what you will um and kind of like run with it as well so yeah community is is so important and and that's why you know I like keeping it as like a small group um yeah because we are together for six months and like it's a long time things are going to happen and we want to make sure that you know we have the right people and the dynamic is there um that's right so yeah like if 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 someone in your life is not serving you kind of like assess that and say mm. like is this something that i need in my life is this something that you know i've just kind of been going along with because it's it's just been there or or how can i f- if if there's a solution how can i contribute to fixing this or 
you know, because it's not always one way, like it's got to be two ways, but um, definitely, definitely one of the most important things I think is, yeah, surrounding yourself, yeah, with because uh, as well, like we can talk about like online business gets lonely, like, mm-hmm. and, and having that supportive network uh, there is, yeah, really, really important, I think. Yeah, it's invaluable because um, it was, like you said, all of us in the mentorship went through something and we were all there for each other at that time. But then it was also like so inspiring to see us all like grow from those experiences. And we've all just come out like completely different women on the other side. So oh, no, it was I know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you've, I think you've already done the interview process for the next mentorship yes that's correct yeah but if you are okay well for next time if you are thinking about doing this you will not regret it Kayla is amazing learned so much like I said in the little feedback thing like I'm just a completely different coach completely different person so thank you again for providing that space for us all it's been phenomenal well I just want to put that back on you and say like you know you are an incredible coach I see how much you care about your clients I see how much you love what you do and yeah it's so funny like just a bit of a background story like Leanna I saw (laughs) I saw when your um when your what's it called your sign up came through your enrollment came through for the AWPT course I was like yeah I was like I saw Hornsby and I was like that's my hometown I was like yeah, I'm gonna reach out to this girl I'm gonna find her on Instagram I'm gonna reach out to her and be like do you live in Hornsby like and then you're like oh I work at Fitness First Hornsby and I was like that's my home club I've been a member there for for 15 years or something like that yeah and we're like <laughs> yeah and then I, I think uh Mind-blowing. yeah you went through the course and then yeah, when I got back to Australia, when I got out of quarantine uh, at the start of the year, then I was like, we've got to catch up for coffee because I was staying at my parents' place in Hornsby. Um, and, yeah, here we are. What, like a yeah. year? Oh, not a year. Almost a year. Yeah, I think, yeah, almost a year later. It's like March. Wow. Quarantine, yeah. Yeah, amazing. See, this is, again, leads me into my next question is working for your dreams because, I mean, like when you finish your cert four, you're sort of just like thrusted into the industry and you're not really sure. Um, I know I wasn't, I was like, oh, I know that I want to help people, but I don't really know like who I want to help because there's this big thing like, you know, niching down and things like that. Um, but I mean, sorry, I'm getting carried away. Um, but this last year has just been me like dedicating myself to um up leveling myself and um yeah just doing everything that I can to become like I mean it sounds cliche but become a better human being so mm. what are your tips on like yeah maybe working for your dreams or maybe tell us a little bit about like ha- how your journey has been um yeah maybe creating like AWPT or things like that look like I I feel like honestly I and this is gonna sound again like I guess maybe woo woo but I know you love that I Um, love this (laughs) I feel like I kind of 
not fell, but was led into the path that I'm on. So Mm -hmm. for example, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I left school. Mm. I think when I was, you know, in year six, I was like, I want to be either like an Olympic runner or like the prime minister Minister of Australia or something like that. I wanted to do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a lawyer or something like that which is yeah just That's like so funny. yeah um <laughs> but then yeah so I just I knew you know exercise and sport was just a part of my life I really was interested in nutrition I was always like reading up on nutrition articles um you know when I was super young and um yeah when I left school I just I just put down exercise and sports science with a nutrition um, master's didn't get the master's but got into the exercise and sports science side of things and then I thought I would go on to do nutrition Um, but again like maybe this is this is part of the reason like the relationship that I was in at the time that person wanted to do physiotherapy and so I was kind of like oh physiotherapy all my friends in my exercise and sports science degree wanted to do physio so I was like oh what's this this big thing about physio and so I applied for physio. I was like, do I do nutrition first, physio first? Anyway, just ended up doing physio, got in. And um, even then was like, oh, do I even want to do this? And so I was like, I'll just start and see what it's like and, and whatever, because all my friends wanted to do it. And um, yeah, ended up loving it, um, you know, love everything to do with the body. So I felt like I was kind of like led down that path into doing physio and then you know, um, going into clinical practice, I just, I basically went to one of the places that I worked with in my placement. Um, So luckily I chose, you know, the right placement and then, you know, was able to learn a lot through that. Like I had a, obviously my employer was a mentor of mine. He taught me a lot in terms of manual therapy um, and physiotherapy and treating, you know, different injuries and things like that. But when I felt like I'd learned everything I needed there, I moved on to a different clinic where I had a little bit more of my own um, autonomy. And so I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to include a little bit more strength training and exercise rehab into that because I know how important that is for longevity. You can get someone to a certain point with manual therapy, but then it's going to be about strengthening and, and stabilizing. Um mm-hmm but I really missed the performance side of things as well when I was doing that. So I, um, I went into coach, I went back to coaching doing like hybrid, like physio and coaching um, at a well-known strength training facility in Sydney, which is base gym and base mm-hmm. body studio, which was the female, um, the female side, the female training studio. Um, and then from there, I got more into the education side of things because I found that I was educating one-to-one and I wanted to do it on a larger scale um Mm. so that's when I started yeah educating coaches because I knew that you know there was I I sort of saw this gap between like the rehab and the performance side of things and I was like you know coaches can have such a massive impact you know on minimizing the risk of injuries for their clients just through training alone um Mm -hmm. where someone you know, they can empower people to take control of their own bodies and their own um, experiences and things like that. So that's why I sort of got into, got led onto that path. 
I don't even know what yeah. your question was now, but I just went into a whole life story. <laughs> I love it. It's working for your dreams and it definitely, yeah, that's. Um, uh, yeah, okay. I kind of felt like I was yeah. led along that path, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like people came into my life and, um, you know, they might not necessarily be here now, but they were part of the journey um, in leading me mm-hmm. towards, um, you know, what I'm doing now, which is exactly yeah. where I want to be and exactly where I'm meant to be. Yes, I love that so much. That's so beautiful. And because it is, I mean, for myself now, and I'm sure like maybe a lot of other coaches, like it is like being a business owner, like you said before, like can be quite, I don't want to say like lonely, but Mm. at this, at this point in my business, like I do everything like by myself. So like getting help, like a mentor or Mm. um, surrounding yourself again with like other other great coaches it's so important um and that's just going to help you um so much on becoming a better person but also a better coach and business owner yeah and your clients are so lucky to have you liana like they would be receiving so much love from you um i receive so much love from you as well so super grateful for you and and you know i'm sure they tell you all the time how grateful they are for you um, because those are the types of people that you will attract, basically. 100%. You attract what you put out. That's exactly right. And so that leads me into my last question. What is your favorite self-love quote and why? Um, so Leanna gave me a bit of a heads up on this before. <laughs> and, you know, I was kind of thinking about it throughout Um, I don't necessarily have like a favorite self-love quote um, that Mm -hmm. I go to, let's say, Um, but I guess I kind of have, you know, I've kind of said it already before in the podcast about, um, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So, you know, Mm. filling yourself up first and keeping yourself full so that you can give to others, I think is really important. Um, But otherwise, you know, just if I am feeling say low or you know not let's say not confident enough or or not loving myself enough then you know just going back to like affirmations my love language is words of affirmation so like luckily I have an amazing partner now who gives me words of affirmations and um Aww, all you girls you as well much. words yes. of affirmation <laughs> Um, so yeah I mean you know in that time where I didn't have anyone I had to give them to myself and so I I know that I can go back to that practice as well as just saying I'm strong I'm love I am resilient you know I'm powerful Mm -hmm. I actually have these little um, mirror stickers that I have in my house it's like I love you and like your magic and like all these things which you need that really Mm. really important and you know, we could, we could dive into like the love languages, but you know, if you know your love language is physical touch, like give yourself a hug. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you know yourself is, if you know your love language is um, like acts of service, like do something nice for yourself or quality time, spend some time with yourself doing something you love, you know, buy yourself a gift if it's gifts, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I love that so much. Be your own. That's just what I'm big on as well. Be your own biggest hype woman. Mm. Yes. Yes. We love that. 
We love that. Love awesome. it. Thank you so awesome. much, Leanna. No, thank you so much. That was awesome. You're an absolute gem, Kayla. So thank you again for this and for the last six months and for the next six months. So I hope you all enjoyed that. That was awesome. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to do the, do like a little hype for you is like, if you're listening to the AWPT podcast, go have a listen <laughs> to Leanna's new podcast called the self-love project the self-love project and you can find her on instagram as well as at lift with liana beautiful thank you so much thank you enjoy the rest of your day kayla